Welcome to ClinFarm Pod. I'm Elena Webster, Deputy Managing Editor for the ASCB Chief Journal family. My guests today are Dr. Pete Vandergraff, Senior Vice President for QSP at Sertara and Editor-in-Chief of Clinical Pharmacology and Therapeutics. Dr. Kathy Giacomini, Dean of the University of California, San Francisco School of Pharmacy and Deputy Editor-in-Chief of CPT. Dr. Karthik Venkatakrishnan, Global Head of Quantitative Pharmacology at EMD Serono and Associate Editor of CPT. And Dr. Karen Brown, Research Scientist at the University of Montana and Editor-in-Training for CPT. Pete, Karthik, and Kathy, it's great to have you back on Farm Pod. And Karen, welcome. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Thanks, Elena. CBT just published its second-themed issue of 2023, the March issue, which focuses on diversity, equity, and inclusion, and ties into the theme of the 2023 ASCBT annual meeting, Translating Clinical Pharmacology for All. Was it always the plan to tie this theme into the annual meeting? Well, you know, the interest and focus of CPT on DEI was really catalyzed by a landmark publication in the journal in October 2021 on sex and gender differences in clinical pharmacology and the implications for transgender medicine by Lauren Cirincioni and Kai Huang. This article received so much positive feedback from our readers, and the accompanying artwork on the front of the printed issue that month actually received the Excel Gold Award for Most Impactful Journal Cover. In the editorial, we stated that if diversity is defined as the inclusion of a range of many people that are different from each other, then it is obviously a core principle guiding best practices in clinical pharmacology and the foundation for personalized medicine and precision dosing. And the journal made a commitment to continue to be a platform for positive change in this respect. Planning for the current March themed issue more or less started there, which first resulted in a mini themed issue in August of last year, focusing on therapeutic treatments and evaluation in patient groups across the full age range from preterm infants to geriatrics. And now, of course, followed by the full DEI-themed issue covering a broad range of aspects of DEI, which is perfectly timed and aligned with the ASCPT annual meeting around translating clinical pharmacology for all. Thanks, Pete. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI, is such a broad topic. How did you develop the call for papers and decide which topics you'd like to see in this issue? Thank you, Elena. Indeed, DEI is a very broad topic. Um, Building upon CPT's mini theme on the topic in October 2021, and based on positive feedback from our readers and our authors, we decided to focus this issue on the core role of clinical pharmacology in elucidating and harnessing diversity in disease biology and pharmacologic response to enable safe and effective use of therapeutic innovations in all patients. A major focus was on enhancing diversity and inclusion in all phases of clinical trials, including ethnic diversity and diversity in clinical trial participants based on their geographical location, disease diagnosis, and demographic factors such as age and gender. We also welcomed perspectives from contributors at all phases of their career journeys on enablers and opportunities to promote inclusive education, training, and leadership development of a diverse next generation of scientists and leaders in clinical pharmacology. Excellent points. Thank you, Karthik. Karen, you, Karthik, Kathy, and Pete all wrote the editorial. What were you hoping to convey to readers before they jumped into the issue itself? 
Our goal with the editorial was to highlight the work being done across all facets of the clinical pharmacology community, you know, in areas of expertise, practice settings, and in our workforce. It was written to tie together this continuous cadence of evidence towards the progress being made, elevating the work that has been done and the gaps or areas for improvement that our authors are pointing to. We wanted to guide our readers through the content on the macro level, but also within clinical development, the regulatory realm, special populations, um, and pharmacogenomics and precision medicine, and from the patient viewpoint. Thank you, Karen. Kathy, what are some papers that particularly stood out to you in this issue? I think what really stood out for me were the various articles focused on increasing diversity in clinical trials. Um, For example, Karen is the lead author on the manuscript, Diversity in Clinical Pharmacology, A Call to Action. In that manuscript, she and her colleagues remind us of the tremendous diversity gaps in clinical trials, specifically women, older adults, individuals from diverse racial and ethnic groups, members of the LGBTQ community, and those in rural populations are poorly represented. How applicable are the results of those clinical trials to the U.S. population? They also provide strategies for enhancing diversity in clinical trials, which begins with a commitment to do so. And then they segue from diversity in clinical trials to the diversity of our own clinical pharmacology workforce and remind us that we add diversity and as we do um, and with the right environment, more creative ideas propelling scientific innovation will emerge. Also, I feel that the FDA has been very active in promoting diversity in clinical trials, yet scientists may not be aware of all their proactive efforts. In another article in this issue, Anu Ramamurthy and her FDA colleague in a mini review highlight policy development, regulatory review, regulatory science research, and stakeholder engagement, all of these efforts that the FDA has undertaken to promote diversity in clinical trials. These initiatives not only promote diversity, but they support submission of this information to the FDA and enhance communication to the public, which is in line with the FDA's public health mission. So those are just two of the articles that I really enjoyed in this great issue focused on DEI. And Karthik, did you have any favorites? It's hard to pick one as there were so many fabulous papers in this issue. One that really stood out for me was the white paper from the CTTI, Clinical Trials Transformation Institute. It's from the CTTI diversity project team. This was a group of investigators who conducted interviews with leaders at institutions that conduct clinical trials to explore perspectives on organization-level practices that promote diversity and inclusion in clinical trials. One of the reasons I'm highlighting this is also because our readership is very used to seeing CPT publish quantitative research, whereas this white paper presents the product of qualitative research. This research resulted in an actionable framework for sustaining organizational level approaches for improving diversity and inclusion in clinical trials. I agree. There are so many great papers in this issue, and um, I thank you both for sharing some of your favorites, and I hope that readers will find some of their own. So uh, for me, the perspectives and commentaries and themed issues are always particularly interesting, and doubly so, I think, in this issue. Uh, as they cover everything from patient care to changes needed within industry and academia themselves. What actionable takeaways do you hope readers will glean from this issue, Karen? 
I think the entire editorial team is really proud of this issue and the number of really thoughtful perspectives and commentaries that we collected, some of which provide very helpful next steps or best practices outlined for our readers. But I would say the overall takeaway is be willing and open enough to question your own biases and patterns. Improving diversity, equity, and inclusion across the clinical pharmacology ecosystem will require systemic changes, and everyone needs to be willing to take that very first step. Thanks, Karen. Before we wrap up, Pete, there's one more themed issue in the works for 2023, and then I believe we have 2024 themes lined up as well. Walk us through what we can expect from CPT in the coming year. Yes. For 2023, we have one more themed issue scheduled in September on novel modalities. There is still time to submit original research articles for this issue, but the deadline is approaching fast. The call for papers for the first themed issue in 2024 on AI and machine learning has just come out, and we are expecting lots of submissions for this new approach to clinical pharmacology. Later next year, we will publish two more themed issues. One on novel approaches to dose optimization, and the other one on immune therapeutics. A call for papers will come out in the coming month. Thanks, Pete. Uh, Finally, my favorite question for these post-publication discussions. Uh, Tell me about the cover. How was the concept developed, and what did you want to make sure was conveyed with this bold and striking design? We see a critical role for the discipline of clinical pharmacology in enabling and optimizing pharmacotherapy for all patients. To convey all patients, we show people living all over the globe. And the tablets and the capsules that you see in the oceans are representative of the breadth of therapeutic options that should be accessible to all these patients. Excellent. Thank you. This has been such a fun conversation, and I know we're also very excited for readers to dig into this themed issue. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yes, we are all immersed in a lot of discussion and conversation, which is great, about DEI in our own workplace and in our actual work, clinical pharmacology. My hope is that this issue of clinical pharmacology and therapeutics will stimulate us to move beyond talking that talk to actually walking that walk, enhancing diversity in clinical trials and therapeutic, as well as in our trainees and ultimately in our own workforce. I would like to thank all the authors for submitting their amazing research to CPT and our peer reviewers for their thoughtful, timely and constructive reviews. Thank you, Elena. Well, thank you all so much for your time, not just today, but in developing this incredibly important issue of CPT. I can't wait to dig into the novel modalities issue when it publishes in September. Thank you for listening to ClinFarm Pod. You can find a link to the full issue in the description of this episode. While you're here, be sure to check out past episodes and remember to visit ASCPT.org for updated podcast releases, our latest webinars, and the most recent issue of all three journals. <laughs>